Welcome to the Experiment Podcast, where we talk about life and business and how they daily intersect. I'm your host, Laura Doughty. Let's get to some real talk. Happy Friday, y'all. This is my first Friday free-for-all of the Experiment Podcast, and this is Laura Doughty, your go-to girl for all things real in real estate, wellness, and entrepreneurship. You can find out more about me at lauradowdy.com. That's L-A-U-R-A-D-O-U. G is in George, H is in Harry, T is in Tom, Y.com. Or go to the podcast website, which is theexperimentpodcast.com. So let's get to today's Friday free-for-all experiment podcast topic. I want to share the difference between being an entrepreneur and an employee. And this, just a heads up, is going to be part one. And next Friday will be the part two. I have my girl Lizzie Palma, who's going to hang out with me and share some of her amazing nuggets of information. I'll tell you more about her in just a little bit. But if you haven't listened to my episode number two, which is called My Disclaimer, that would be helpful as it will give you a little bit of backstory for today. And I'm going to give you a general definition that I've pulled out from the smallbusinesschronicle.com. But before I do, a really, really quick way of knowing the difference between an entrepreneur and an employee. An employee celebrates to the moon and back. It's Friday! And an entrepreneur, it's just another day. So there's the simplest definition and I could just stop talking right now, but I will go a little bit deeper because I think it'll be helpful for you guys. According to smallbusinesschronicle.com, it classifies the two categories like this. Many small business owners used to be employees, that would be me, while employees generally have to follow strict schedules and work orders and they get financial security. On the other hand, entrepreneurs have more freedom, that's up for discussion, but they take on more risk. Freedom's just defined a little bit differently, I think, for some people. Employees and entrepreneurs tend to think, act, and approach their work differently. Okay, hold up. I really, really, really want to read that last sentence again because it's everything. So here it is. Employees and entrepreneurs tend to think, act, and approach their work differently. Now, let me be clear, there is no right or wrong, better or worse scenario here. I have been in both categories. I graduated from college with a double major in design and marketing, and my first job was a whopping $6 per hour plus commission. A very, very rude and harsh awakening to the real world. It was not fun, totally not fun, uh, but I grew so much through that experience, honestly. I, truth is, I spent a little over 10 years learning from other corporations as an employee how to do things and how not to do things. And true transparency is I probably learned from the how not to do things more than the things that were good. So those are the things that really stood out to me were the things that sucked. So I wanted to make sure and not pass those on as I went along in my journey. Now, when they describe that most small business owners used to be employees, I, like I said, can truly identify with that and honestly couldn't be more grateful for that experience. That's not to say that it's a requirement in order for you to jump off the cliff and take a deep dive into entrepreneurship. 
meaning you don't have to be an employee first before you decide to just step into the entrepreneur world. If you're a curious person or like if you have a high D on your Discord, you can probably weave your way into being an entrepreneur a whole lot easier. So just to give you some confirmation there on that, that, you know, there are lots of people that do this and there are lots of examples of people that didn't have the backing. No point in mentioning them because it just happens. And let me make sure that I get this out from the beginning. There is no entrepreneur out there that has achieved success without the support of an employee. And this truly is a mutually beneficial copacetic for both parties. And they need to keep that mutually beneficial relationship as top of mind at all times. Otherwise, your business becomes very imbalanced and you will begin going backwards in your progress. I promise you, if you forget the importance of both, it is inevitable that your business will deteriorate, become very dysfunctional. So now let's apply this to the areas that are specific to the experiment podcast, real estate and wellness. I have to be honest uh, to my fellow realtor colleagues, and I'm just a warning here, I got a bit of harsh truth of some Lala coaching coming at you here. Nine out of 10 realtors that I meet do not have a complete grasp on the fact that being an independent contractor, while in every state you are required to hang your license under a broker if you are a licensed sales agent, regardless of you hanging your license under a brand or broker, some people confuse the two, you, as an independent contractor, own your business. You are the CEO of your business. I don't care what brand or broker your license is under. Okay? I don't know how to say that more simple, clear, transparent, etc. Now you as a realtor fall under the category of entrepreneur who will, if successful, need the assistance of employees beyond what your broker may or may not supply. So ask yourself this as a realtor, leader of a team or individual, it doesn't matter, are your systems written down? Do you have an SOP? It stands for Standard Operations Procedure. Do you have policies set up for when you do hire employees? Do you have a budget and stay on track with your monthly P&Ls? Do you even know what your profit margins are? These items are not capital N, capital O, capital T, the responsibility of your broker. How are you as an independent contractor setting up your business? Is it a DBA doing business as an LLC, limited liability corporation, an S corporation? Now, while I do coach this stuff every single day, please don't reach out to me and ask me how to set your business up under a legal structure. That question goes straight to a corporate attorney and or your CPA, okay? I really won't be shocked if some of you may be <laughs> rolling your eyes at me right now, possibly thinking that I'm being ridiculous or overthinking this whole independent contractor thing. I assure you that I absolutely 1000% am not. And the reason that our profession isn't taken as seriously as it should be is because two things. One, there's such a low barrier to entry and because we don't take our business seriously. So if you didn't answer yes, 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 got it, got it, got it, done, done, done 
to all of those questions that I just said, you are not, no exceptions, taking your business as an independent contractor and the CEO of your business seriously. Realtors think that they are in the business of selling homes. And let me bring this down to the bottom line, literally on your P&L, your profit and loss statement from your accountant that I hope you have. You and every entrepreneur are in the business of profit. If you don't have profit as your main focus point, you're not in business. Nothing more, nothing less. Now, for you high eyes and you S's out there, again, I'm right there with you. Yes, your purpose, your passion, your why, all of that matter. It's important. It's on your vision board. All of that's really important. It is like anybody that tells you that that's woo-woo BS, you can't be a complete person without all of this stuff. But if you had to cut all of that out and you forget the profit, you don't have a business. That's why people call it woo-woo because all of that is really fluffy, warm, fuzzy stuff. And while it's really fun, when you have profit to focus on those things, if you're in the red, all of that hoo-ha stuff gets 100% thrown out the window. You'll look at your vision board and go, oh, F you. You know, like it's just not relevant when you're borrowing money on your credit cards or what, it just like your profit is your business. Realtor, Tesla, it, it doesn't matter what your business is. Profit is the business it, as an entrepreneur we are all in. And as my friend Lizzie Palma says, again, she'll be here next Friday, we're in the real estate business. We should know how to build a home. And the home that she's actually referring to is your foundation, the foundation of your business, the operational side of your business. Now, let me touch just briefly on the wellness industry and network marketing. Because if you've listened to episode one and two of this podcast, you know that I believe strongly in multiple streams of income. As with realtors, network marketers are also independent contractors. And everything that I've just stated, take out realtor and insert network marketer. It is 100% applicable. And y'all, you know I keep it real here. Remember, (laughs) the subtitle of this experiment podcast is called Real Talk with Laura Doughty. I have a saying for business that I'm going to share after I tell you this little story. My last gig as an employee was with the Tennessean newspaper in Nashville, Tennessee. I was the lead rep for the big brand real estate companies. So when advertising in a newspaper was a thing for realtors, those massive full page ads were sold by me. I left the Tennessean to start a nonprofit which set up concert events for Christian artists to educate people through song and testimony about the stigma of addictions. And if you're listening to this podcast, you can go back to September 25th look on my IG or my Facebook post for September 25th, which is today, for the article that was written up about me in the Tennessean on my nonprofit. So that was the year 2000. 20 years ago, I stepped into the role literally this time, 20 years ago, of going full-time entrepreneur. But God had other plans for me. In April of 2001, I flew out with a friend of mine who was coming to L.A. for a job interview. 
what was supposed to be a three-day trip to L.A. for her interview and just to hang out and have fun turned into a two-week trip. And three months from that, I sold everything I had in Nashville, packed up my car, and put my car on a car hauler filled with all my stuff, you know, clothes, whatever, the little things that I had kept, and flew myself and my Blue Point Siamese cat named Sammy that I had, my cat, since my first job out of college we flew straight into Orange County, Seal Beach specifically, and I had no job. I only knew my girlfriend who actually did end up taking the job but wasn't even moving out until another couple of months later. So I was by myself. That, you guys, that's entrepreneurship. You jump off the cliff, you jump off the cliff and trust that the parachute will reveal itself. If that scares the hell out of you, then you stay safely in the position of an employee. And I celebrate you for supporting all of the entrepreneurs out there because as you give them life, your life wouldn't have a home if they didn't jump off that crazy cliff. You think we're freaking crazy, but we're why you're employed. So let's love on each other and celebrate and appreciate each other and keep that appreciation and balance. It's what makes the world go round. Now here's my little nugget that I want to give you for today. It's nothing <laughs> overly profound, but here it is. Business is business. Doesn't matter if you're a realtor, a network marketer, a producer of a movie, an actor, a dental hygienist. It does not matter what your label is. The foundation of every label of work opportunity that is available in the world is built on the same underpinnings. The only thing that changes is the glossary of terms. Let me give you an example. In California, for realtors, we use what we call in lingo car forms. No, that's not an automobile. That is, that is in our glossary what stands for California Association of Realtors, CAR, C-A-R, forms. These are legal contracts that we use as a general rule to conduct our transactions. Now, in network marketing, the customers or associates that you sign up underneath you are called your downline. As a real estate agent, that downline would be the same as a team leader having other agents on their team. Those agents are their downline. Again, it's just a glossary of terms that is affixed to the same foundation of operation. So when you go into your next gig, don't be intimidated by what you think you don't know. Just remember, get straight to the glossary of terms and your learning curve will exponentially be shortened and you'll be in the front of the pack in no time. I promise you. Now that brings me Back to the question of having an SLP, a foundational term to add to your general glossary, standard operating procedures. You'll know from day one how well a business is set up and how they onboard you. Again, another term that also means new hire orientation, new employee orientation. See, you just, it's just you're moving, you're finessing the glossary of the terms. If the person doing the onboarding, the training, the walking you through from step A to B to C, etc., keeps the languaging basic and simple, they're not like overly using their glossary of terms and acting like you're supposed to just 
through osmosis understand what they're talking about. If they're keeping it simple, then you know their foundation is deeply rooted and solid. And of course, the opposite would be if you've got someone who's using terminology and just assuming that you understand what they're talking about, their foundation is, it's airy-fairy, it's not written down, and I would be a little concerned if I were you. And again, this leads me to what part two of next Friday's Free For All podcast will be. We'll be continuing part two of Entrepreneur and Employee with my guest, Lizzie Palma, who is truly a genius in setting up foundations and keeping the languaging where newbies, new employees, new, you know, whatever you are to the situation can transition easily. And from the employee's perspective or the new agent's perspective, that easily is also a, like it gives you a sense of safety and security. And I mean, it's like a warm, fuzzy blanket. Let's call it what it is. So again, she's been in real estate for 30 years. She has massive employee experience in both HR, human resources, and brokerage operations. Now, she's a high S and C. She's the perfect blend for setting up structures and systems. <laughs> If you're annoyed right now that I keep bringing up the DISC score and you have no idea what I'm talking about, I'm going to help you, like give you a little nudge here. We're going to jump off the cliff together and you're going to type into Dr. Google into that search bar, D-I-S-C by Tony Robbins. <laughs> okay, so go look it up. It's free for the basic scoring and you can pay for the full report. I would suggest that you do that because you'll have it. Um, and quite honestly, as an entrepreneur, I don't hire without doing the DISC score. It's a fantastic tool. It's a tool. It's not black and white. Go by this and there's no exception. It is just a tool in your toolkit that is absolutely highly efficient and effective and will streamline your processes. So there you have it. My first Friday free for all is in the hopper. Woo! Ooh, yay. I'm so excited. <laughs> Here's what we have coming up for next week. Monday, I'll be doing my Million Dollar Monday report. It will be on London. And again, I want to tell you guys for the past 10 years with Monarch, we travel with our clients. We go all over just like a business is a business. A house is a house. Real estate is real estate. It's pretty much, I don't care where you go. You know, even if you use an auction system, whatever your platform is, learn the glossary of terms. Don't get in a box. If your client loves you, learn their lifestyle. That's why we call ourselves real estate concierge and we go wherever they go. Okay. So I provide you guys in my million dollar Mondays, other market areas so that you can be educated, whether you're the consumer or the real estate agent, no matter where you are, you can have a more global perspective of what's going on, okay? So that's why I do that. I do this from my heart because I know for the past 10 years that I have been able to see what's coming because when you're paying attention to the other markets, it's telling you a story. So that's my little backstory on that. So again, Monday is the Million Dollar Monday report on London. And then I'll also be including in the podcast, which will be separate from my you know, Instagram post and LinkedIn post and Facebook post, all this fantastic social media stuff where I post my Million Dollar Monday. On the podcast, you guys will get more information, a little more deep dive into the debriefing of the market as a whole. And every Monday will be that. So I'll include my Million Dollar Monday and additional information so that it's a little more than just three or four or five minutes. So, And then Wednesday, 
fantastic and fabulous Denise Duff will be coming in for our Wellness Wednesday. She, of course, is a famous photographer, actor, director, and she's launched her own all-natural skincare line, which, by the way, ding, 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 bonus here, I will be giving away her signature cream to some lucky listener. And all of those details will be shared next Wednesday when I post how you can win that. So, Be sure to listen. And as I said previously, Lizzie will join us next Friday and we'll continue part two of the entrepreneur and employee discussion. So I hope this has been helpful for you guys. Again, always reach out. You can go to, for any of my favorite products, just go to lauradowdy.com forward slash favorite products. Or if you want to know more about my coaching or interested in joining my team that I'm building out nationally, of which I'll be doing a Facebook and Instagram post over the weekend about just give you a little heads up. So that will be posted as far as how you can be either coached by me or take my real estate concierge certification. All of that you will find at lauradowdy.com forward slash link in bio. All one word. All right, you guys excited truly to go and honored, humbled, honored, blessed, all of those adjectives to go on this journey together. And be sure to send me, please, your suggestions on how I can help you with your life experiment. What questions do you have, whether you're an entrepreneur or an employee? Please let me know how I can support you. We're all in this, doing it together, so we might as well enjoy the journey. Thank you, guys. Have a fantastic Friday, a beautiful weekend, and I'll see you back on Monday. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Experiment Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Laura Dowdy underscore L-E for live. Excellent. Go make a difference, y'all. The world needs you.